WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. today with former Steeler James Harrison. Harrison suggested on Fox Sports that Lev Bell sign his franchise tender, practice, but then fake an injury and not play on Sunday. So I posted a bunch of tweets on the matter culminating with, quote, the only time Dan Rooney ever signed it foolish was when he defended James Harrison's domestic abuse. This is the thanks Mr. Rooney's family gets. Harrison is a total dink. Although I didn't say dink. Harrison responded, Come say it to my face, please. And he did what I do. He abbreviated a swear word. Asterisk, followed by the last letter. What a copycat. It's asterisk, 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 K. I assume he means the same thing I did and do when I say dink. So I tweeted, why? What'll happen? Because I'm not hard to find, Junior. You're suggesting that Lev Bell perpetrate fraud upon a family that paid you well, that treated you well, and defended you when you didn't deserve it. So F off. To repeat, F off. And then I added, in the next tweet, you're a disloyal, narcissistic, bullying scumbag and have been your whole life. Go jump in bed with Belichick, clown. And it all ended with Harrison blocking me on Twitter. James Harrison, the big tough guy, turned tail and ran like the coward he is. Thanks for playing, Debo. Here's your participation trophy. Harrison is a big tough badass, but I'm not worried he's gonna hit me because I'm not his wife. This is the Mark Madden Show. You like it, you love it, you want more of it. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. Yo, if you're still a fan of James Harrison, you can't be a Steeler fan. Because he bites the hand that fed him time and again. So, I got blocked by James Harrison and Trevor Williams in the same week. Business is a booming. That number again, 412-333-9939. Twitter at MarkMaddenX. Penguins play tonight. They host Buffalo at PPG Paints Arena. And it's a good game to go to because the Penguins have pretty much their whole lineup in this evening. If the morning skate is any indication. The lines are Sid with Gensel and Hornquist. Malkin between Haggard and Kessel. Broussard centering Rustin, Simone. And Shane between Cullen and Sprong. So Sprong has dropped to the fourth line. That didn't take long. He is not a fourth line kind of player. 
If that's going to be his role, there's no point in Sprong being on the team. And I can't really criticize for putting him on fourth line or the press box or trading him. He's not better than Hornquist or Kessel. And Rust is a better bottom six, and I'd rather have Rust on the right than the left. So I don't know what they're going to do with Sprong. It's tough to get in the lineup with the Penguins, let alone the top six. A lot of people want to see Strong, Sprong in the lineup and want to see him play with Sid, and that sounds good. Sounds good. But do you demote Hornquist? Do you demote Kessel? Do you make Russ switch wings? Because I would suggest that Sprong hasn't done well enough at camp to merit making any of those moves to clear a spot for him. Matt Murray will be in goal tonight, so the only regulars not in the lineup are Justin Schultz and Zach Aston-Reese. That's assuming Zach Aston-Reese is going to be a regular. Schultz, I'm told, has a minor wrist injury. Maybe we overrate Sprong. Perhaps expectations should be tempered. He had 32 goals in the AHL last year, and that's good, but he's not Mike Bossy. He's a second-round pick, so Sprong doesn't have overwhelming pedigree. I like the lineup like they got it tonight, except I have Simone on the fourth-line right wing, and I have Zach Aston Reese with Broussard and Rust. Some might say, well, you got to find out what you got with Sprong, so play him with Sid. First off, maybe the Penguins already know what they got with Sprong. Secondly, you really don't need to find out anything because you're loaded at right wing without Sprong. Uh, the Penguins are loaded, period. Things don't need to be very experimental. But by the same token, we do know Hornquist and Sid together won't last long. How about that for some hockey talk? Please do chime in at 412-333-WXDX. We got great guests today. We got Jack Cam at 415. We got Dejan at 5.30. Also, Colby Armstrong with a preview of Game 3 of the Beer League Hockey Finals tonight, which he will play. I bet you're glad you tuned in to know that we're going to preview that. Okay, let's get back to the Harrison stuff. And really, it's perfect for me that this all happened. If you saw this on Twitter, how could you not listen to the show today? Jimmy, you're welcome to call at any time. I mean, you ran from me. You blocked me. You're a coward. If this were Mid-South Wrestling, I'd have painted a yellow streak down your back a long time ago. But you're always welcome to call. You talk a big game, and so do I. But the difference is, in this instance, I'm in the right and you're in the wrong. You're crapping on the Steelers logo, you're crapping on the Rooney family, and you're doing it every chance you get. Now, we got the actual sound from Fox Sports, what James Harrison said, so let's hear James Harrison, that jackass, on Fox Sports. Like, looking at it now, I don't really think a trade will happen. I don't think somebody else would take that because they can't give him a new contract, and that's mm -hmm. what he wants. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think the play for Le'Veon, if I'm Le'Veon, is... I'm coming back, what is it, November 13th, yeah, the tenth, the tenth game. and I'm going to go in there, I'm going to get my credit the season that I need to get, and I'm going to do the best I can to get out of that season healthy. And for me, I'd give you everything in practice. You would see, the cameras would see that I am fine, I am healthy, but come Saturday, something ain't right, I can't play on Sunday. Because mm -hmm. if I go out here and I mess something up, 
I'm oh, losing a lot of money. He gonna put that Earl Thomas on uh, that television. Just like what hey, Earl said. No question. Yeah. yeah. What a jerk. Harrison wants Le'Veon Bell to commit fraud against the Rooney family, which is a crackpot thing to say to, suge- to suggest, even if it isn't against your former employer who stood by Harrison through a lot of trouble spots. What a complete and total jerk James Harrison is. And always has been. When he ran back that 100-yard interception in the Super Bowl, I wish the goal line would have been a cliff and he would have fallen off. Because that still would have been a touchdown and would have been a tribute to Wild E. Coyote. Also a super genius, just like me. Which James Harrison is not. 412-333-9939, the number to call. I got to get to this stat before we go to break. Uh, When Tampa Bay blitzed on Monday night against Ben, Roethlisberger was 10 for 12, 162 yards, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 158.3. That's against the Blitz. He's the best quarterback in football when he's under pressure. But that's what they said about ZZ Top. And that's what sucks about Harrison spewing his nonsense. And I'll talk more about it later. And I understand he's trying to make a name for himself in the media with very minimal speaking skills and actual football knowledge. He was just a big, tough guy who played like a big, tough guy. There was no nuance to his game. He just lifted weights and kicked ass. He's not going to be a good TV figure unless he says crazy stuff like, hey, Lev Bell, why don't you defraud the Rooney family? So I get that. But it's still just such a rotten crackpot thing to say about your former employer who stood by you when you were a jerk time and again. Just total, total ingratitude. Then again, here's a guy who maneuvered his way to the Steelers' worst rival just last year. The guy's not a Steeler anymore. He shouldn't come back for the Hall of Honor, shouldn't be in the Hall of Honor, because James Harrison has no honor. Just doesn't. And as I said to open the show, you can't be a Harrison fan and a Steeler fan now. He has made that logically impossible, so it's time to choose. If I cared about the Steelers, and I really don't as we know, I'd have a hard time looking back at that interception return and that Super Bowl he won and not thinking, yeah, but look what he did at the end and after he quit. He he crapped on the logo. Harrison did, he crapped on the logo, and then he did it again, and on the Rooney family. And there's no other way to interpret this than that. 412-333-9939, if you want to weigh in, that is the number to call. We'll go more into the Harrison situation when we come back. It's a shame because this takes a shine off the Steelers' win for Monday. Not that it was shining all that brightly. But it does take the shine away. 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. He is Iron Man. Double M, what's up, buddy? Hi. Hey, Double M, just want to get your point on something. But he had sacks. But he had sacks. But he had sacks. The X at 105.9. We're talking about James Harrison and what he said on Fox TV that 
If he were Lev Bell, he'd report after 10 games, but then fake injury to avoid having to play on Sunday and put his body at risk. Uh, James Harrison just wearing out his credibility and his welcome in Pittsburgh a little bit more every time he opens his mouth. Uh, as I said in the show's open, I know Harrison is trying to make a name for himself in the media, and that's tough to do when he's really not qualified at all in terms of charisma or speaking ability to work in the media. I mean, today he was almost Shannon Sharp. He made Shannon Sharp look and sound like Walter Cronkite. But uh, Harrison didn't help Bell either. He insulted the Roonies. He insulted the Steelers. He suggested Bell commit fraud and didn't help Bell because now if Bell does report and does really get hurt, everyone will assume he's faking it because of what Harrison said. But Harrison doesn't care. He's totally narcissistic. He thinks the whole world is there to benefit him. we got Colby Armstrong previewing Game 3. The pivotal Game 3, the deciding Game 3 of the Beer League Finals. I believe that's an Ice Castle in Castle Shannon tonight. Right now, let's go to Matt in the Strip District. Matt, you're on with the Super Genius. What up, man? What up, man? Uh, did James Harrison show his true colors just now? I mean, it was very hypocritical for him to return his son's participation trophy, and now he wants to give Bell a non participation trophy. Yeah, I, I think you're searching there. I think he showed his true colors when he finagled his way out of Pittsburgh to go to the Steelers' worst rivals last year. And the Steelers were dumb enough to let him do it. Uh, uh, but mean, this this removed all doubt. I think he showed his true colors when he jumped into bed with Bill Belichick last year. Right. And now I think he's just showing that James Harrison has no sense of loyalty, uh, not to the Roonies, not to the Steelers, not to the town, and not to his old teammates who are getting put between a rock and a hard place with Le'Veon Bell's absence. James Harrison's always been a rotten human being, but nobody, well, very few in Pittsburgh, wanted to see that for the longest time. Let's go to Haas. Haas, you're on with Double M. Hey, what's going on, Double M? What up? Uh, not too much. So what's the whole deal with the tweeting situation with Debo? I just talked about it, and I literally have a post uh, summing it up on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. Do you remember a couple of years back, uh, what game was that against the Cleveland Browns when he did a Colt McCoy? What no, do I don't, I don't remember. You don't remember when he flatlined him and it was huge! Yeah, are we going to get to any point, or are you just some moron who would make out with James Harrison given half a chance? No, I wouldn't make out. I just know he would rock you bad! Yeah, but I don't think you would. I don't think you would, Junior. Hey, believe me, believe me, if I tell James Harrison to come find me, I have no trouble telling, what's your name? Haas, yeah, really scary. Haas, I'm oh, I can't imagine. Oh, you come try me, bitch. You Damn come Hoss. try me. Let's go to James. James, you're on with Double M. Hello, hey, how's it going, bud? What up? No, so I just think that using the word fraud, frauding the, the Rudy is a little bit harsh. I mean, I don't think... No, no. if you fake injury to collect a paycheck, but be derelict in the performance of your duties, that practically defines fraud. So you're, you're saying Harrison is frauding the Roonies? No, Harrison is encouraging Le'Veon Bell to defraud the Roonies. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Harrison was... Okay, well, 
Oh, I, maybe because you're in Rooney's pocket doesn't mean that he is. No, I am. Guy. I am hardly in the Rooney's pocket, and you're the first person stupid enough to suggest that. How exactly you're, am I in the Rooney's pocket? No, no, no. Tell me. You you made an accusation, Junior, another soft millennial, another little twenty-something pissant who I would stuff his head into a toilet or into a gym locker. Tell me exactly how I'm in the Rooney's pocket. Well, I am a millennial, so... Tell me exactly how I'm in the Rooney's pocket. Answer the question. See another well, typical well, millennial well, tactic. When you well, can't whenever, answer the question, you, you avoid the question. On, on live TV in that wrestling match, you know... What? 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 Wrestling match? Yeah, I remember that. I got paid three grand for that. It was rehearsed, and it was... Totally not damaging to me. Have you ever made three grand in one day in your life? Have you yes, ever made I three have. grand in a week in your life? No, you haven't. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. What, yes, dealing drugs? Dealing no, drugs, no, no. you pissant no, millennial? No, I'll tell you what. Why don't you grab your buddy who just called before? You come here to 200 Fleet Street, and I'll stuff your head in the same toilet and your ass in the same gym locker. Bye now. Let's go to Dylan in the car. Dylan, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, a couple things here. Uh, first off, I just want to call you a crybaby hypocrite for the Twitter thing yesterday about somebody saying gritty could be your dad or looks like your mom or something. When all you did, yeah, my mother passed away in 2006, and uh, I really don't care to have somebody in a mascot costume compared to her because she was beautiful in every way, and I miss her to this day. I mean, I don't know how you feel about your mother. I'm pretty sure she's not too proud of you. Uh, so do continue. You're playing the victim card. What's that have to do with what we're talking about today? That's not playing the victim card. Dude, you're another you soft crybaby millennial. It's a hat trick of soft crybaby millennials. Yeah. I'll yeah, tell you what, why don't you come down here with millennial one and millennial two? I'll make it a hat trick of ass kicking. Woo! Those were good calls. Seriously, and I can't say this any any more sincerely. I said to James Harrison today to come and find me. That means I sweat none of you. None of you. Especially you soft, pukey, pissant millennials. If this ever does come down to class war or left versus right war, the millennials will lose because you people couldn't be melted down and poured into a real fight. You're tough on social media, tough on the phone. You want handouts, and I'll give you a handout. My hand right up your ass. And you'd probably like it. 105.90X. That's Oli Mata of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on the home of the Pens, 105.90X. Tonight is a big night in local hockey. Forget about the Penguins exhibition game against Buffalo. That's small potatoes. Tonight we got Game 3 of the Beer League Championship. Joining me now, after rallying his team to win Game 2, after being defeated in Game 1, he is former Penguin Colby Armstrong. Army, uh, you'll join us Friday, as usual, to talk NHL. Yeah. But your team won Game 2 of the Beer League Championship, rallying after losing Game 1. Game 3 is tonight. What are your expectations? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, just like last game. But I want to go back and refresh for people that didn't hear before. When I talked to you on Friday, we got our butts kicked, like handed to us big time. And I got cocky and sent out a couple tweets, you know, like we're going to win, not knowing that it was a best of three. We get into the whole discussion, Mark, you and I, last week about the best of three, how stupid it is. 
Well, needless to say, here we are tonight. Best of three. I did trip off to the other team saying they tried too hard. And you know what, Mark? I know your last segment was heated. I loved it. Heated. But I feel bad. I feel bad. Maybe I want to bring it down a little bit and, and you know, say I'm sorry. There's guys on the ice talking about how I said they tried too hard. And here I was just trying to bring some fun to Beer League, Mark. I was just trying to have some fun in Beer League. Well, well, bad. if if you're if you're gonna chirp, be prepared to get chirped back. And I'm sure they were doing their share after having one game one. Now, did you bring in ringers as I suggested after game one? We had a guy that wasn't there for the first game, but we had lost a couple guys. You know how it is in the beer league, Mark. In the beer league, you're a hot topic. Everyone listens to your show, so I should have known my chirps. You know, we're gonna, you know, catch fire a little bit, especially the team hearing about it. So I they, knew they were gonna trickle top. back. They were going to trickle back. Everyone listens. You're the hottest show in town. So I'm like, okay. Like, I knew I was going to hear about it, but I didn't know I was going to offend them. I feel like I offended them, and I feel bad tonight, but we did. We had Jamie Hunt show up, who's a pretty darn good player. He was one of our best players. He's missed a few games here and there, um, and we played a lot better, and we smacked them, but I feel like I confused them with the tw- with the with the tweets and the chirps. Right. You said they were just- trying too hard, and then they didn't try hard enough in game two. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened, but I feel like I offended them to the point where it was just like, I feel bad that, like, it was beer league and I thought it would be fun, and it ended up being, like, kind of uh, offensive to them. And I, I don't want to do that. I don't try that hard out there. I have fun with the guys. I like it. I, actually, right. they're it, a really it, good and, team. It, and it turned into blood sport is what you're saying. Yeah, we, yeah, it got crazy. Got a little crazy at the end. It got a little crazy at the end. So, Game three tonight, I just want to say to this other team, I just want to say let's just go have fun and play beer league hockey. Like, we'll see what you guys can do. You have a really good team, and it should be a good game to wrap up the season. Either way, we're having a wrap-up party tonight too, Mark. Now, you have to feel like you're in the heads of the opposition, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually feel like I am big time right now, but I don't know what angle to take it right now because I felt bad. Like I said, I feel bad. But I came out of the gates blazing with you, chirping a little bit, trying to get a little edge, trying to have some fun, and then I feel like it almost backfired to my core of feeling bad a little bit because it's supposed to be fun, and like I just hope tonight's a fun game. No, you know? no, 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 you don't. You're setting them up because you're going to go out there and, and skate like you're back with the Atlanta <laughs> Thrashers. Maybe not the Penguins, but, but certainly the Atlanta Thrashers. And I expect ringers tonight. I'd be disappointed if you didn't bring some in. Now, where's the game at? This is the Ice Castle, right? No, it's at Barrel. Barrel tonight. I don't even know so where Barrel is. Where, where the hell is Barrel? North Pittsburgh. North Pittsburgh. So all the Penguins fans... Oh, it's, it's, it's the, the rink at Warrendale. Warrendale. That's correct. Warrendale Rink. I don't know. It has like three names. Well, uh, but non-memorable, apparently. What? I will say this to you. Uh, hanging around the beer league. I didn't grow up here. I, I love it here. Beer League is actually huge here, all the leagues. I see the same faces, all the guys, the same teams, pretty big. Um, even the referees, Tony uh, Travano, I think his name is. Do you know him? I do know Tony Travano, yes. Yeah, great referee we had l- last two games. He's a good guy, was filling me on the history of Mark Madden. Will he be there tonight? Hawks. It sounds like you're trying to butter him up. No, I think he might be there tonight. I have no clue who the refs are, but I'm just saying he filled me in after because you were talking about my appearance on your show last week, and he filled me in on how you were here for hockey and deck hockey and 
grew up in one place but moved to another place. I, I never have ever place. moved. Tony Tony got that wrong. This is a very elaborate psychological ploy to try to get the edge in game three tonight, isn't it? Yeah, I'm working so hard right now. <laughs> it's for the boys. It's for the boys. Look, this is our life. This is what we need. Will the entire team be there tonight? Will you Will you be uh, stacked? Yeah, I think we're having the whole team come out, even like even like you know, our, from our average players to our good players, because we have a chance of hoisting the cup tonight. The cup is a keg; it's a beer keg with like a little trophy thing on the top. Now, so, uh, now, funny. this is no contact, correct? This is no contact. Yeah. Does it ever get frisky it's, though? Do you ever like lose your head, like like when you were with Atlanta? <laughs> well, mostly, mostly lost my head in Atlanta just due to frustration of, of playing there. Oh, right, but, because you're in Atlanta. That, for God's no, sake. Lose... Yeah, yeah. It was it was a bad place to play. Good place to live, bad place to play. But I'll say this: it does get out of hand at times. It does get out of hand. And you know what? I said guys tried hard. We have Sean Sweezum on our team. Ex Steelers kicker. Well, now hold it. No, have you seen the way that? Uh... That Boswell's kicking. Can Sweezum still kick? What What's he doing Sunday? You know what Sweezum loves to say right now, and I don't I don't want to talk for him because I know it's it's uh, it's a tough situation to be that guy in Boswell's shoes. But Sweezum says, as an ex kicker or an ex QB, if something happens, it's always good to be the guy that used to be there because they always say, "Oh, bring him back." So. I don't envy those positions at all. I don't envy that at all. And no, that's let me, let me bring up a scenario, though. Let me, let me paint a picture, Army. What if you guys win the Beer League title tonight and Sweesom gets hurt because he's trying so hard and then Boswell goes 0 for 4 Sunday and they call Sweesom and he's not available? <laughs> I could easily We're see always, that happening. How about you? We're always pushing Sweeze to keep his phone by him just in case. Oh, you can you, you he, can never do wrong doing that. Now, what about your wife, Melissa? Will she be at the rink for game three? No, no, she has a life. She, she would rather be anywhere else, correct? Anywhere else, yeah. It's just just disgusting. She can't believe it. After the game tonight, also, we're having a punt, pass, and kick contest after a team game uh, held by Sean Sweezum, who will be holding it for our team wrap-up party. So I'm looking forward to that win or lose. We're we're doing that now. If your if your wife if your wife did go to the game in this empty, dirty arena watching a, a bunch of hacks play, wouldn't that take her back <laughs> to her days living in Wilkesbury? <laughs> That's why she stays far away, Mark. Yeah, she doesn't want to relive those memories. Now, now you have told her if it wasn't for you taking her out of Wilkes in the big city, she'd probably be living in a trailer back in Wilkesbury. Correct. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I have never Oh, you have told said many times off the air that's how it would be. I have never, hey, I've never told her that at all, but I know for a fact you have five or six times. Well, yeah, who's gotten? Army, <laughs> this is great, uh, a great preview. I am psyched for the game tonight, and you'll, you'll fill us in Friday during your regular appearance, correct? Absolutely. I wanted to get on here. I just hope it's a good game tonight, Mark. I know you have a lot of listeners. I hope they're listening. Let's just have a good game. Uh, and I'm excited, too, before that. The Pens dressing a lot of regulars tonight, so I'll watch out before I head over. Well, good luck, Army. We'll talk to you Friday. Thanks for having me on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have missed it. The Beer League preview. Now, I think that was a very comprehensive preview in light of the fact we're not sure where the game is, and we don't even know the names of the two teams. But that's why this is the best hockey talk in town. Okay, let's get back to speaking about 
uh, the James Harrison situation because it is lit. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Harrison was on Fox Sports. We played the sound earlier. And he said Lev Bell should come to practice, but fake injury on Saturday and not play on Sunday. Now, this doesn't surprise me at all because I've told you for years what a piece of crap James Harrison is. He's a domestic abuser. He's selfish. He's narcissistic. He's disloyal. But this takes it to a new level. The Rooney family supported Harrison when he beat up his woman. The Rooney family supported Harrison when he took all kinds of flags and fines. The Rooney family paid James Harrison big money. The Rooney family risked the PR nightmare by keeping Harrison after the domestic abuse case. And in fact, Dan Rooney embarrassed himself speaking on behalf of Harrison when he excused Harrison's domestic abuse in the name of religion. It was good because he wanted to get his kid baptized, unquote. That is the only time Dan Rooney embarrassed himself, and it was trying to protect James Harrison. And now this is how James Harrison thanks the Rooney family by suggesting a player sabotage the Steelers and cheat them out of money. Nobody should be surprised by this, by what a dink Harrison is. He's been a jerk and a bully his entire life. James Harrison has always told you what he is. Pittsburgh just wouldn't listen. So when Bell and A.B. tell you what they are, do yourself a favor and listen this time around. Believe them. 412-333-9939. Let's hear what you have to say about that. Also, Ben got AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Deservedly so. He is the number two stealer of all time. Nobody besides Mean Joe Green has had more positive effect on the franchise. We got Jack Cam. We're going to talk to him at 415 about all the roughing the passer penalties and how NFL football is either being made a lot more safe or a lot more sissified, and maybe both. We'll also preview Penn State and Ohio State. Number nine, Penn State hosting number four, Ohio State, Saturday at Creepy Valley. 1059 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you. I want to say, hell, Mark. I would rather give myself a colonoscopy with a coat hanger. The X at 1059. Just to catch you up, I had a Twitter spat with James Harrison. Uh, you can see all the tweets on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. Even though he's unblocked, he has blocked me. Uh, since then. And you can also see the sign of James Harrison on Fox Sports TV saying that the that Lev Bell should report to the Steelers after 10 games, sign his tender, practice, but then fake injury so he wouldn't put himself at risk by playing. In other words, James Harrison is encouraging Lev Bell to defraud the Roonies. Exactly what he's doing there. Let's go to Steve. Steve, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, hey Mark, uh, I agree. Uh, first of all, I'm supporting uh, everything you're saying about the whole Harrison deal. I, I agree with you a thousand percent over because it's, you're just accurately spot on. And and the people that want to call in and, and try to uh, battle with you on it are, are the, probably the minority 
because the vast majority you don't hear from agree with you. Or the ratings won't be what they are. But anyway, well, no ratings we'll, don't ratings don't revolve around anybody agreeing or disagreeing. It, it's about entertainment. But uh, I don't see how any Steeler fan can support James Harrison because James right. Harrison wants Le'Veon Bell to defraud the Roonies. Right, but okay. So this is my take, and this is how I feel. I mean, you might think it's ludicrous, but sometimes drastic uh, situations recall uh, are call for drastic measures. So, if I was the Steelers, I would call Levy on Bell's agent and beg him to not come in. Say, please have him not come in, and then I would. And I know you don't agree with this. I would franchise tag him again next year. No, no, you, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me say. Let me say. No, nah, we're just going to hang up on you because they're not going to do that. They're not going to deal with this again. Their worst nightmare for this year is that Bell reports after 10 games and he's fat and he's unmotivated and he goes in the tank, maybe fakes injury like Harrison suggests, maybe really gets injured because he's fat and unmotivated. I think Lev Bell, and I said this quite a while ago, Le'Veon Bell moved on from the Steelers a long time ago. And now it's time for the Steelers to move on from him. And the best case scenario is that Bell doesn't show up at all and dares the Steelers to franchise him again, which he knows they won't, and then they just release him and everybody moves on. No Quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at cwelectricalservices.com. Let's talk to Jason. Jason, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. What's going on? What up? Hey, not only is Harrison's advice classless and, like, basically theft, but it's also just really stupid advice. So, I mean, I don't think any other team in the NFL cares about Bell holding out as long as he does, but if he starts faking injuries, I think that would be as well, I, big of a red flag as possible. I gotta tell you, and, and right, and Harrison saying that will make everybody question Bell if he does come back and legitimately get injured, but uh, but uh, I, I, I wonder now, I used to think this holdout wouldn't hurt Bell at all. I wonder now because of his antics, if it might be. Just his behavior, general uh, cavalier demeanor, and the fact that he looks like he's getting out of shape. Yeah, it's not helping him. And you know, if he's faking an injury to make sure he gets his money, what's to stop him from faking an injury after he gets his money? And if I was any other general manager, I, I wouldn't even think about signing him to what he wants. Well, as I've said repeatedly, uh, Lev Bell will never be as good a player wherever he goes as he was when he played in Pittsburgh. That will be remembered as his peak. I have very little question about that. And Liverpool have taken a 1-0 lead. What a way to go to break. Daniel Sturridge, in his 15th or 16th chance of the game, gives Liverpool a 1-0 lead over Chelsea in the Carabao Cup. Oh, I am so excited. Up next, 30 seconds away, going to talk more about Le'Veon Bell and about a silly turn this whole drama has taken. 105.9 The X.